0: This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello, and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman, and this is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background, and of course, spoil the endings. All in less than five minutes? We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do The Talented Mr. Ripley, a play by Phyllis Nagy, adapted from the novel by Patricia Highsmith in 1998. Why is it called that? The play is based on the novel of the same name. The talented Mr. Ripley in question is Tom Ripley, a clever and multi-talented small-time con-artist and psychopath. Tom Ripley, who is simultaneously the novel's protagonist and antagonist, has a gift for forgery, impersonation and imitation, and he uses these skills to his advantage at every available opportunity. What is it about? The play opens with the sound overlaying of severe storms and a loud approaching motorboat. Then suddenly we see Tom Ripley as he explains a dream he has of an adder's bite and rising water. He will continue to break the fourth wall and speak to us in asides. We then see Tom successfully conning an artist named Reddington out of a few hundred dollars, and Tom burns the check that he gets. The scene moves into one of a shipping magnate, Herbert Greenleaf, and he wants Tom to travel to Italy to persuade Greenleaf's errant son Dickie to return to the United States and join the family business. Ripley agrees, exaggerating his friendship with Dickie, a half-remembered acquaintance, in order to gain the elder Greenleaf's trust. Tom Ripley has a short chat with his friend Mark about how lucky he is, and then an argument ensues with his auntie Dottie. It appears she may have been holding money back from him and has been mistreating him, as Ripley tells us of a dream where she beats him. Shortly after his arrival in Italy, Ripley meets Dickie and convinces him of their shared history, and then we meet Dickie's girlfriend Marg Sherwood, who may spoil Tom's plans, but Dickie allows Tom Ripley to stay with him in his Italian home. As Ripley and Dickie spend more time together, Marge feels left out. This tension leads to Tom leaving their house. We then hear that Tom hasn't spoken to Dickie's father in five weeks, and he's stolen money from his auntie, and he has detectives waiting for him back in America. Marge, Tom, and Richard make up, and the boys holiday together, and they meet a prostitute named Sophia, who Tom mistreats, insisting Dickie do the same. Things are about to get much worse when Dickie's friend Freddy appears. Sophia spits on Tom and leaves. Freddie and Dickie's relationship makes Tom jealous. He and Marge grow closer over their shared anguish in Dickie's shifting loyalty. Ripley has become obsessed with Dickie, which is further reinforced by his desire to imitate and maintain the wealthy lifestyle Dickie has afforded him. Dickie becomes upset when he unexpectedly finds Ripley in his bedroom, dressed up in his clothes and imitating his mannerisms. Ripley finally decides to murder Dickie and assume his identity. There is an argument, storm sounds and loud engines appear, and Tom kills Dickie with a boat oar. Act 2. It begins by Tom appearing to stumble through time, but we find that Tom and the deceased Richard are becoming one and the same person. Ripley assumes Dickie's identity, living off the latter's trust fund and carefully providing communications to Marge to assure her that Dickie has dumped her. Ripley changes his appearance to better resemble Dickie in order to continue the lavish lifestyle that he enjoys. We also hear that he's having a relationship with his manservant, Silvio. Tom meets with Marge to explain that Dickie misses her, but their relationship is over. She accuses Tom and Dickie of running off together as lovers. Tom insists that's not true, and she hopes Tom will convince Dickie to love her again. She notices Tom is wearing Dickie's ring, a ring he would never take off. She is suspicious of him and refuses his friendship. Tom then successfully gets cash from the bank, pretending to be Dickie, and he is gleeful. Tom also writes to Dickie's parents, pretending to be their son, much to their relief, as he is alive, well, and has broken up with Marge. Tom is also creating watercolours in Dicky's style, but Tom appears to have more artistic skill. The line between Richard and Tom is blurring on stage, more so as they begin to speak in unison occasionally. Freddie encounters Ripley at what is supposed to be Dickie's apartment in Rome. He soon suspects something is wrong. When Miles finally confronts him, Ripley kills him with a letter opener. He later disposes of the body using Freddy's car and stops writing letters as Dickie. What follows is an intense scene between Ripley and Detective Roverini. Ripley does not evade suspicion, but he does evade arrest. He and Marge reconnect and Herbert, Dickie's father, visits Tom. He discovers that Greenleaf family has accepted that Dickie is dead and that they have transferred his inheritance to Ripley in accordance with the forged will created by Ripley and explains that he will pay Tom his due but please do not contact the family again as Tom has convinced them that Dickie commits suicide. The play ends with a monologue from Auntie Dotty that ties up some of the loose ends at home, as in fact Marco, Tom's friend, was arrested for the fraud that Tom committed. And it finally finishes with a retelling of Tom's dreams slash nightmares from Auntie Dottie's perspective as he smiles at the audience. If you didn't know the play before, you do now. A bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook, because we'd love to hear from you. That's all from us at The Aside and this episode of Script Tease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Script Tease episodes and over 300 episodes of The Aside. If you'd like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at at asidepodcastatoutlook.com. Thank you to Halebury for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.